Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Head Podcast. HQ up in this biatch. Yes, sir. We're back with another quarantine edition. Again, thank you to the sponsor. Not really, but Zoom. Yeah. Making all this possible. Um, and, and thank you for T-Mobile for providing a pretty reliable hotspot on my phone. And hey. we're able to directly from motherfucking work. But here we are with another album review this week. Uh, we're doing Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist producing the whole joint. Sir? Yeah, uh, Freddie Gibbs has been on a, on the tear the last, I would say, three projects that he's put out. Uh, one of them being with Currency that we reviewed on here. Mm-hmm. The other one being, uh, what the fuck is that thing called? But Bandana Again. with Mad Lib. Bandana with Mad Lib. Another dope-ass pro- uh, project. Mm-hmm. And then we got another one with The Alchemist. Yep. So, you know, it's just... Like, he's picking the right people to work with. That's all I'm saying. Like, as far as that, like, fit his style and fit everything that's going on with him, I feel like he's picking the right people and he's making the right career choices right now to, to put himself in the spotlight that he's in. I agree now, with you. Now, I actually didn't know that Freddie Gibbs had been in a rap game as long as he has. Um, apparently, he's he was, um, I guess he got signed to Jeezy way back, like, in 05, 06 or something like that. Huh. And uh, I guess they had some sort of falling out. And yeah, he's just been on his grind, and you know, thankfully for you know for him, he's, things are picking up. I just think he's working with the right people now, and his rapping is phenomenal to me. Yeah, no, his rapping definitely is a one. And you're right, he's definitely he chooses the best producers for his style. Yeah, and they make ridiculously good music together. But he's also tapped some of the biggest, I guess, underground. You want to put in quotations producers in 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 hip-hop i mean the alchemist is he's been around forever he's a phenomenal producer mm-hmm. like he's produced classic hits so it's just when you when when you first said it i was like oh freddie got a new album out he was you were like yeah with the alchemist i was like oh shit here we go let's no, go <laughs> couldn't wait to hear this shit nah man i felt the same way and like i said just because I want to say Alchemist produced uh, the collab with with, um, with Currency and and, and, and and Freddie Gibbs. So I guess they already had that connection there and they just kind of went off of that. But uh, okay. no, yeah, nonetheless, I, I think it's a combination that works and I feel like it should keep it should keep going. Yeah, facts. Uh, but fuck it, let's, let's go ahead and dive into the, to the album review. All right. Waiting too much. Um, I, I already know how this works. Go through what we like, go through what we didn't like. One through ten, y'all already know. So let's go with number one, which is 1985. I thought it was. A, I, I really like the the little intro of it, like the. I, I want to say that's um, Bernie, Bernie Mac. It sounded like it was Bernie Mac. I believe it the, is. The, yes. The little uh, the the little voice voiceover in the background mm-hmm. before the actual beat drops. Now, as far as the actual song goes, I thought it was dope. I think the rapping was super fucking dope on this. The beat was also super dope, even though it was kind of like a, just kind of like a loop of the little sample, mm-hmm. not too much drums or anything like that. But I think it was really dope. I think Freddie's flow on this song is really dope. And the way he was able to find his pocket in a song like this that doesn't really have too many drums in it, mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. It's like he created the, the, the drum beat himself. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was yeah. the drum beat for this joint because the the beat was just so chill and like melodic and kind of slowish, but his rapping was so fast and just like almost staccato, just that da 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 da, like yep. he just fucking killed it. So I think this is a great introduction to the album. Like the, I don't really think that you could get more perfect in this sense because again the beat is chill but it's still simple and it just allows him to like verbally murder <laughs> the entire beat. So. Nah, for sure. I, I thought this joint was really dope. Again, his flow is just... I, I think he has one of the, one, at least one of my favorite flows from uh, Rappers Out right now. I think he's really dope. And I think this is a really good track to start it off with, to be honest. Agreed. All right, let's go to... Let me see. Number two, God is Perfect. I really, really dig this song. It has a really interesting beat and an incredibly chill vibe. And I feel like this could be a radio hit. Yeah, for sure. And it's still very underground sounding but it's just the most mainstream of honestly like the entire album in my opinion like it's kind of like the most mainstream song on there i love the fucking his flow how he changes up his flow because he just continuously changes up his flow all through this track Mm -hmm. Yep, Um, and it has a ridiculous transition into a new beat towards the end which Mm -hmm. i think was really dope as well like it's another another just mixing of the beats like, you know, just pairing the beats well enough so that you can make the transition and it doesn't feel awkward. It's not jarring. It just goes smoothly right into another beat. And you're like, oh, damn, this shit rocks, too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I thought this song was really dope as well. Um, like we said, the beat, uh, different from something I'm, I would expect, I guess, to hear from Alchemist, but I feel like it was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that he, he shows a lot in, in this album is his um, diversity in, in, in beats, beats that he makes. Very so, true. Yeah, he he's really diverse in, in, in his beat making, especially uh, lately. You know, he's been working with a lot of younger guys, so I feel like you kind of have to adjust to to the you know to the younger rappers that I guess weren't around when he was you know working with a lot of the older guys. Yeah, but yeah, nah, super dope song. I, I thought this song was really dope. I thought Freddie killed it. Like you said, the flow changes throughout the the verses are really dope, and I think yeah, to me is is one of my favorite joints on the on the, on the, on the project. Um, so for my next song, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm actually gonna jump to number six, just because I really like this song. It's something to rap about. Another one of like the slower sounding songs on this on this album, I'd say, featuring Tyler Creator. Mm-hmm. And I thought this song was really dope. I, I was surprised by Tyler Creator, even though I've always known he's a really dope rapper. But I think I think he he came up and, and matched uh, Freddie's bars on his time. I thought it was really dope. He actually did, and I'm not really a fan of Tyler the Creator either. I know some of his songs are cool, but I'm just not a huge fan. But he really surprised me on this joint. The only thing I only gripe about this song, and it's not about the song, it's about Tyler's voice. Like Tyler just has a really weird sounding voice. It's like gravelly and grass and, and graspy it's at the same time. Definitely gravelly. I just. <laughs> It's just really weird. And like with the what his last couple lines, it just seemed to get like more gravelly and gravelly as he went on. And I was just like it's really weird. I mean what he said was dope, but it's just niggas sound weird. Oh, speaking of niggas that sound weird, I saw Danny Brown on a uh, some TV show uh, shoe TV show that my friend showed me the other day. Uh, uh why is it, Huh? Is it full size run? Where it's like you're sitting on on a panel and it's like Three other niggas Trinidad James on there. Yeah, uh huh. His okay, voice. Okay. I was like, that's really his voice. I was like, we couldn't be friends. <laughs> and the way he laughs too. That's a funny sounding nigga, dog. I tell you. 
<laughs> and he was killing yeah, me nah, with he... the faces he was making too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. He's definitely a funny sounding dude. But that's actually have you have you ever heard him uh, his music before? I've heard some of Danny Brown stuff, yeah, but I'm I'm not really a fan. I'll, I'm not the biggest fan of his, right? But you should check out his, his last album that he put out. Which actually, I'll tell you about in the uh, album suggestions. Okay, so, cool, cool. I got it. <laughs> so, without even trying, I got it now. But let me let me not forget. Yeah, I thought it was a dope beat. Very chill. Again, one of those beats that has very, very minimal uh, drums in the back in the background to it. But I feel like they both they both did their thing. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like it was it was a smooth ass song from both of them. They both lyrically killed it. The beat was real vicious. All right, I want to go back to number five, Frank Lucas. I think this song is completely lyrically insane. Like he just decided to like, it's it's like you ever see the show Dexter? No, but I know I know the show. All right, well you know Dexter's like a serial killer, so it's like it's like Dexter just like is he removed his inhibitions to not kill and just went ham. That's that's what this track reminds me of when it comes to Freddie Gray's rapping. Like a serial killer just decided, okay, I'm not gonna have any limitations today. <laughs> Everybody's, gonna- <laughs> I'm just gonna murk this yeah. whole shit. So and um, I, yeah. it has a real straight. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna just agree with you that I, I think it has like a very dark, gritty, just overall super gritty sound to it. Um, super underground rap- for real. Super underground New York street rap mm-hmm. that that we all love here. But yeah, I, I thought it was really dope. Also, Benny's verse was dope as hell. Mm-hmm. Benny and Butcher, you know, uh, to me, is one of the, the better rappers coming out right now. And I thought that was a really, I thought that was actually really good for for um, for Freddie Gibbs to kind of get together with the other niggas that's popping right now, mm-hmm. that's also rapping for real. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a good connection there. And I think it is. he also has Conway on his joint, which is also a member of the Griselda family, mm-hmm. along with Becky the Butcher. So, but but nah, Frank Lucas is number five, really dope song. Again, one of those songs where it doesn't have a hook. It just goes from one verse into the other. Mm-hmm. Even though I will say that's the one problem I had with this song is that, God, it sounded like they just copied and pasted uh, Benny the Butcher's verse. Like there was the transition <laughs> to me was not that great to me, but I still think the song is dope just off of the rapping itself. Facts. Very true. But yeah, no, uh, Frank Lucas is real dope. It's probably one of my, my better tracks on this joint. For me, I'm going to go on to uh, number seven, which is Baby Shit. Mm-hmm. This was, again, when you were talking about number two, that referring to it being a very mainstream sounding, or one of the more mainstream sounding beats on here. I, I feel like this is another one that kind of has that same feel to it. You know, Freddie talking this shit. I think the beat was dope on the joint. And just overall dope song. Yeah, the, the, the Freddie's energy on this joint was just absolutely through the roof. Yeah, no, and the and, and it was despite again the beat being slow, like he can muster so much energy and so much vibe on a song, even if the if the beat is low. I feel like not a lot of rappers can do that. Like they'll just kind of like resign themselves to rap to that beat. But this man mm-hmm. always goes above and beyond the energy level of usually what I feel like someone would do on that type of song. Yeah, I agree, and I don't know. I, I just I just feel like he he definitely did his show on this song. I think the, the, the hook was dope, the verse was dope, and yeah, it was a dope drink. Alright, I'm gonna go to number nine, uh, Skinny Suge. I love this fucking beat. This fucking beat was probably one of the dopest beats on this entire album for me. Um, the electric guitar sample that plays throughout it is, is so fucking vicious and so fucking smooth. Um, and again, the, this one, like, um, 
what was the name of that? Like Frank Lucas. It's really, really dark sounding. Like the beat really, is just really kind of like dark. evil and menacing sounding. And then with, with it being named after like Suge, like Suge Knight, I was like, that's perfect. Like it just, oh, yeah. like you say skinny Suge. Oh, this is the skinny Suge. Okay. That he deserves this. That makes the beat. Yeah, makes yeah, perfect it makes sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. And, um, I, I feel like Freddie's. Freddie's uh, like, it's only like one verse in this song. It's like a continued verse, mm-hmm. but Freddie's verse is is also dark. It's all it's, you know talks about robbing somebody and him coming back and killing him potentially, and him going through uh, all kinds of trauma through his past life mm-hmm. and using drugs to get past this. So I feel like this is definitely one of the more introspective songs in the album, and I really like the like you said the, the grittiness of the beat and just the tone of the whole song is, is real good. So a song that. I actually didn't like all that much was number three, uh, Scotty Beam with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. The beat was just a little too slow for me. And, and to be honest, I'm usually a fan of Rick Ross's verses, but I, I wasn't a big fan of Rick Ross's verse. Again, um, this remember how we were saying last time how when we did the Buster Rhymes joint, how the one song he did, or I mean, how, when we did the um, the most deaf joint, the one song that he did with Buster Rhymes sounded like it was a Buster Rhymes track. Yeah, yeah, and like how we were talking about when we did the Joel Santana jump, he did the one song, uh, I forget who it was with, but it was like, it was should have been that person's song featuring Joel's instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's kind of how this song was for me. Like this sounded more like it came from Rick Ross's camp, yeah, uh, versus yeah. something that Freddie would have normally rapped on, just because I guess to make it easier for Ross. Yeah, and I guess when you're when you're a name like Ross and you had you're established in the rap game. You can probably do shit like this, mm-hmm. but uh, but nonetheless, um, I don't know. It's not a bad song, but I just feel like it's just a little too slow for me. Mm-hmm. And it's a dope sample. Eric, don't get me wrong, dope sample, dopey. But it's just I don't know. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of this song. Well, there's not too many songs in here I didn't like that much. Um, no, no. I will say that number ten, the last track on there, all glass. The beat was cool, but it wasn't one of my favorite beats on the entire album. Like, I think it was kind of like a whack beat to end the album on. And there's, I, I did too. Like, you could have ended it with like Suge. Like, you could have switched the, the last two songs. And yeah, if it had I ended with Skinny Suge, that would have been a way better way to end it. Uh, but like this beat, just kind of, it's like, like it's just, oh, it ends the album okay. It's not it's bad, like, but it's okay. It was a midi ending to the album, I'd say. Not like like I said, not a bad song, but I just don't feel like it's the song to end the album. Exactly. Like um, shit, even a vicious like, just a, a word from Freddie or or like a just an acapella short couple lines or or a quick verse or something like that would have done right. way better than this. No, I agree. Um, but one other song that I, I wanted to talk about um, that I like actually was number eight, "Babies and Fools" featuring mm-hmm. Conway. First of all, the beat was really, really dope. Another one of like the slower sounding beats, but the way that they used the sample uh, to, to talk about, you know, the streets and the kids needing all of them, mm-hmm. and the, the sample in the song says, all of me, all of me. So it kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like they used that real well, and uh, both, both verses were really dope. No, I completely agree. I think they both murdered their verses. Uh, the beat is actually quite chill and relaxing, even though the great messages and the great stories that they're putting forth for it. Um, yeah, no, Baby's Fools, like that, that's a dope-ass track. Um, I feel like it will probably be a slept-on track <clears throat> for a lot of people, but like, nah, y'all, don't sleep on this one. This is a great one. 
Yeah, definitely. I agree. Right. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover? No, I think we pretty much covered everything I want to say. All right. Uh, so what are your overall thoughts on this one? To me, man, Freddy's three for three. I, I said it at the beginning of the, the review. I, I think he keeps choosing the right people to work with. And I feel like as an artist, in order to make your best music, that's what you got to do. You know, a lot of people will settle and make a song with a big name just because they're a big name, even, even if the chemistry doesn't exactly work out. And I feel like that's why a lot of that shit doesn't end up lasting long, I guess. But um, Freddie's definitely been doing the opposite of that, been working with the right people. And I feel like he did the same in this album. Uh, you can't go wrong with The Alchemist, especially if you're a, a rapidly, rapidly rap rapper. You know what I mean? Like an actual rapping rap rapper. But nonetheless, uh, really dope. I really liked it. And as far as the overall overall score, I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight out of ten. Uh-huh. I think it was really, really solid. Again, a song or two on here, maybe. Well, maybe more so one song that I wasn't the biggest fan of. But all in all, it's just super dope, super dope album. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half out of ten. <laughs> actually, that's actually what I gave it. I gave it an eight and a half. Again, a very <laughs> strong, very strong performance. Yeah from freddie gibbs very strong output from the alchemist i again i don't know when i enjoyed an album as much as i did since freddie's last jump <laughs> honestly for real like um, but nah this, this there's really not much i i can think else to say like i i feel like i've exhausted all of the good good words that i can use for this album it's just fucking good yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I I really hope Freddie keeps doing this. I hope he keeps linking up. I hope he makes another album with Alchemist. But I would love to see him uh just keep the the, the momentum going, especially since his his stock has risen ever ever since he beat with DJ Academics. But we already talked about that before. Facts. All right. So as always, we come to the, a time where we give album suggestions before we get up out of here for the day. So do uh, you got one for the peoples? Yes, sir. We talked about Danny Brown earlier. I actually, I, you know, it was because of the show that you mentioned, um, Full Size Run, the sneaker show, mm-hmm. with, that, that Danny Brown was on, <clears throat> that um, I actually decided to listen to his album because, you know, a lot of people go on like promo runs, you know, and, and that was, I guess, one of his promo run stops. And uh, he mentioned his album and I always thought he was really funny and I feel like I would kind of like, like, dude, I think he's a you know, cool dude. So I was like, fuck it, let me listen to the nigga's music. So I dove into his album, and it's it's a little different, don't get me wrong, but I think it's really dope. And that's, you know what I'm saying, which came out in 2019. Uh, I believe that's his last album. But uh, nonetheless, really dope song. You got Run the Jewels on here. Um, You got Blood Orange, who's a dope singer. And yeah, just overall dope album, an 11-track album for all my short album heads out there. We you know, we, we definitely discussed that. Yes, sir. So definitely check that, check that joint out. You know what I'm saying uh, about Danny Brown. Okay. <clears throat> and this week, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Action Bronson, Sob Stories from 2013. This is the first actual project I heard from him. And again, like, I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. Y'all know this. I'm also a huge Ghostface fan. Y'all know this. So the first time I ever heard Action Bronson... I thought he was Ghostface at first, and then, but, but, like, just after a couple of bars of listening to him spit, I was like, "Ain't no way in the world that's Ghostface. That's somebody putting on a best Ghostface impression." <laughs> so I was hating on this man at first, but when you actually listen to his music, he's got some dope shit, and he's a goofy, funny motherfucker, which always gets points for me. So check it out. It's called Sob Stories from 2003. Um, 
uh, one of the he's got what Wiz Khalifa on the song uh, the rockers uh, he's got seven series triplets featuring Prodigy and Raekwon uh, and he's got somebody named Big Body Best who I've heard of before but I ain't got uh, no idea who that is uh, on the song that 72 version funniest nigga ever oh word I, I, that, that motherfucker is funny as shit uh, no bullshit <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to that song just because he's on. I didn't even know he was on music. I thought he was just. I thought he was just Action Bronson's man who's funny and be around. Oh, what? <laughs> nah, he's actually on that joint. But nah, the, the joint is dope as fuck. Bronson again, like once you get over the fact that he does sound like Ghostface, and there's nothing you can really do about that. You get a flavor for him himself, and you find out all type of goofy shit about this nigga. Like he's actually a trained chef. And yeah. he's real He's actually very smart He's just a big goofy nigga That smokes a lot of pot <laughs> So like and, and his references are A1 If you know Always Always So yeah Give Sob Stories by Action Bronson A listen if you got a chance <laughs> Alright well uh, Anything else you want to tell the folks Before we get up out of here Hey man Thank you for sticking with us For everybody During this quarantine We know it's tough out there We hope we can brighten up At least for Half an hour to an hour Of y'all day uh, with our podcast here so definitely thank you for tuning in we're yes, doing our best to stay healthy and i hope y'all are doing the same yes sir now uh you know y'all know y'all can find us on social medias at uh at hq podcast yes that is all spelled out and that is on twitter and instagram you can find us for your listening pleasures on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia, Spotify, Stitcher, and Spreaker. And you can also search us out on Facebook.com slash Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And that's it for us today. Thank you guys for tuning in to another album review. We will be having a couple more album reviews coming up soon. And so coming from us from here in the States to you everywhere, no matter where you are in this world, be safe. We love you. Keep your hands washed. Keep your ass washed. Be safe. Be good to each other. Peace. Peace.